0: Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is the epistle lesson from Ephesians chapter 3. For this reason, Paul says, I kneel before the Father from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. So far our text. Chapter 30, Paul's Last Days. I love that title, Paul's Last Days. Did you look at the little timeline at the bottom of that first page of this chapter, and you see that we're talking about approximately eight or nine years of Paul's life? Somehow, last days does not compute to me as eight or nine years. But look at it from that perspective of eight to nine years, because that eight or nine years were not Paul's favorite years by any means. This was a time of struggle for Paul, a time when circumstances and everything seemed to be against him and everything went wrong. He goes to the temple. People see him there. They've seen him with Greeks before. They assume he's defiling the temple by bringing the Greeks in, and he has to have a fight for his life. He gets beaten. The Roman soldiers have to come and protect him. He tries to proclaim the gospel, and they get worse. Nothing seems to go right. People are plotting to kill him. He's got to sneak from here to there. He finally ends up having to appeal to Rome have a hearing before Caesar nothing seems to go right and then he takes the journey to Rome you know he gets on this cruise or this boat and of course it's just a nice sunny quiet cruise across the, uh, the Mediterranean Sea right no Sort of like you and I trying to fly across country, right? Everything seemed to go wrong. He has to get delayed here. He gets delayed there. They're going to try and spend here. No, they're going to go on. They end up being shipwrecked. Paul's years in getting to Rome. He's trying to gather some wood for a fire after they get done. He gets bit by a snake. What else can go wrong? He gets to Rome, he sits there for a couple of more years before he ever sees the emperor. And eventually, he will be back in a dungeon and he will die for the faith. Can you relate to Paul? Are there times when nothing seems to go right, when everything seems to go against you, when some of it's not your fault at all, and yet there it is, and you don't know what to do and how to deal with all of it? Seems like every place you turn, more problems. You struggle, and you fight, and you don't know what to do next, and you try something and boom... It goes wrong, too. You been there, done that? I know I have. Oh, by the way, Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) Yeah. Why do we celebrate Mother's Day? Isn't part of it because when we were young, it was our mothers that we ran to when nothing would go right, when something went wrong? and we needed comfort and help. And yeah, moms, isn't it seemed like at times that nothing you did worked with those kids? And there were struggles? And you wondered if they'd ever turn out? And even now as mothers, you're, no matter how old your kids are, you're still mothering them? Huh? We recognize that, and that's part of why I think we have a Mother's Day, to say... Keep up the good work or whatever. I don't know. But we recognize the struggles that life brings and that we try and deal with. Today we are commissioning five more Stephen ministers for this congregation. Stephen ministers who will come alongside people who are struggling. People whose life circumstances and other things have brought them trouble and problem. They're going to walk alongside them. They've been trained to do so and to share God's love and care with them. And we need Stephen ministers. Because we have these kinds of circumstances in our life. I'm sure at one point or another, every one of us in this room could use one. As life seems to overwhelm us. It's the world in which we live. It's a sinful world with temptations from Satan, and our sinful nature sure doesn't help. This is our life. This was the life of Paul. The life of the Ephesian people, and Paul knew that they would need help. And so as he sits in prison, he writes this letter to the Ephesians and he prays for them to have God's power within them. Just as we proclaim here and pray that all of you would have God's power in you. For all that you deal with in your life. But what does that mean to have God's power within us? I don't know about you, but i struggled for a long time trying to figure out, what does that mean? Have God's power in you. What, God's going to sort of zap me with Superman powers or something? I don't know. Paul, in his prayer, tells us what it is to have God's power within us. Listen to him. He says, I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. The power of God within us is the power of faith, first and foremost. It is a power and a belief that God loved us enough to send His Son to die for us, and that through faith in Him, we have eternal life. It is the power of faith that trusts in God, trusts in Him to take care of us, to be with us, that we are not alone as we go through the struggles of life. It is the faith that in baptism, when God made that promise, Lo, I am with you always, that we believe that and we trust that. And we know that our God is with us each and every day. We don't face these things alone. We trust in a God with us. And that faith means that we know when we stumble and we fall, when the temptations and troubles of the world overwhelm us and we sin, that our God does not abandon us, but that's why Christ came, to wash those sins away. That we believe that we have the forgiveness of sins in Jesus Christ. And God is able to pick us up and help us go on it is a faith a faith that knows that because of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ we have an eternal future in heaven with our God no matter what happens to us in this world and even if like Paul we die because of it yet we have eternal life We have a promise from God to live with Him forever and ever. We face the circumstances of our life in the power of faith in our God to be with us through it all every day. Paul goes on, and I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the saints, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. The power of God within us is the power of faith. It is also the power of love. God's love. To know that God loves us dearly. That he loves us so much that he was willing to sacrifice his own son. That you and I could be his children forever. You and I in the middle of our circumstances, in the middle of our troubles and problems, never have to worry. Does God love us? Has God deserted us? Where is God in this time? We know that God's love is there. That is now, there's no question of that. He does love us. Paul said it, if God did not hesitate to give His own Son, will He not with Him give us all things? Our God loves us, and He has promised to bless us and to give us all that we need in the midst of all of the circumstances and problems of our life to care for us. To wrap his arms around us and to be there because he loves us. And that's how we face our problems and our issues. In the power of that love. Understanding just how deep God's love is for us. And no matter what we do and no matter how much trouble we find ourselves in, God is always there. Because he cares. Because he loves. And as that love fills us, it enables us to well up into a love for God as we live our life for Him, and it enables us to look beyond ourselves and beyond our troubles to see the needs of others and to share that love of God with them. And oh, is that so therapeutic in our problems when we can look beyond ourselves and help others. That is the power of God at work in our lives. And Paul says one more, Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to His power that is at work within us. The power of faith, the power of love, and the power of an almighty God who is able to do immeasurably more than we are able to ask or imagine. The creator of the universe gives us his power to deal with whatever we're going through. We do not have to depend on our own strength alone. God is there empowering us every day to get through another day. And so we survive today in the power of God. And we live tomorrow in the power of God. And He somehow strengthens us so that we can go on day after day after day throughout all of our life walking in His strength. And we know that He is able to overcome anything, any problem, any trouble in our life to bring us joy and peace. There we find our security in the knowledge that God's power is at work in our lives too. And we will get through. Because He will empower us to do so. But all of this is not for us. It's not so that we are so great or so that we do something special. Paul focuses it. To Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all, all generations forever and ever. It's all for His glory. Mothers, you draw on that power of faith, on that power of love, and that strength of God Not so that your children honor you especially, although we do it today, but so that they can glorify God in their lives. So that your children know this faith and this love and this power for their lives from generation to generation. Stephen ministers, you walk alongside someone not because you're a great person, but to point them, to help them know the God and to glorify God in their lives. So that they can use this faith and this love and this power to work through their troubles and their problems and thus glorify not you, but God. We as a congregation seek to serve our God, to further His kingdom on this earth. And so we have town meetings, and we look at buildings and so on, and how can we best get the message out? Not so that St. Lawrence is a great church, but so through the ministry that we do, God is glorified. People come to faith. They know this power of faith, love, and strength. It is the power of God within us this is what it's all about so that generation after generation after generation can glorify God forever and ever amen and now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus the one who empowers you in faith Love and strength for every day of your life. Amen.